Tasting Anarchy, your wine and liberty podcast. Join Mason and Jake each week as they try new wines and discover how much government is in your drink. Hello and welcome to another fantastic episode of Tasting Anarchy. I'm your host, Jacob Lindsay, and as always, I'm joined by... Mason Joseph. All right. Uh, we're we're going to probably do a an abbreviated episode. So... I, I have an interesting wine, but it's uh, it's not one that I drank. It's one that I kind of wanted to talk about because we're getting oh. close to New Year's. And you know that I don't really like sparkling wines typically. Correct. But there is one that's semi-sparkling that I that I think I've mentioned several times, and I don't remember if we ever went over it. So I thought it'd be, be interesting to go over that wine and also go over the grape in that wine. Um, what, but so before also, that, let's yeah. see if we can try to find a bottle of it. We can't. I've had it before. Okay. They have it at Total Wine. Uh, I'll send you the one that I've had that's pretty good, mm-hmm. and maybe and maybe we can do that for our New Year's episode. Okay. Uh, I think you'll like it. it it's. Um, I, mean, I like sparkling wine, so. <laughs> you, you, well, it, this is semi-sparkling. It's. I. I would say it's more along the lines of a dry riesling sparkling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sure. But it's it's a it's a good, it's a a good wine. Like I said, I think a long time ago I covered this. Um, but do you want to do you want to do any drink reviews before I do that, or you want to just get into uh, it? I don't have any drink reviews. This okay. Like, so we we got a um oh goodness I we got a wine from Argentina. It was a uh, one of our mutual friends. Uh, it was her birthday this weekend. Our okay. uh, Last week, so we had her over the house. I smoked a chicken. Uh, it was good. Oh, cool. Um, but we had the wine, and I didn't take any notes. And my wife drank a glass, enjoyed it, and then said she felt like garbage the next day. And she only had the one glass of wine, so it wasn't. Oh, but it could have been like, low, like lower like, quality, or it could have had a preservative or something in it. No, I don't think any of that. I think a, okay. a sickness had uh, s- cycled through the house, and my wife just blamed the wine instead. Oh. <laughs> but it, it's okay. Like it was fine. It was it was a ten. It's like ten dollars from Argentina, but it was one of those oh, okay. like um, it wasn't a Merlot, but like whatever the big M1. oh Malbec. Yeah, it was a Malbec. Malbec yeah. from Argentina. Yeah, that's that's their yeah. big thing. Yeah, At ten bucks. I'm, I'm always very impressed with, and I guess this is this is the thing that. Uh, Zion is telling us is coming to an end, but like how inexpensive a wine from like halfway across the world or halfway around, well, I guess it is still across, but South down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how cheap it is to get something from there. Like, yeah. And, and, but I think with this one, it's the first, one of the first times where I was like, this should have been less than $10. Oh, really? Like, it okay. wasn't, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't one of those ones where I was like, there's something more here. Okay. But I also may have just not been really paying attention to it, but like, it wasn't like, because a lot of Malbecs, I'm like, oh, there's something more here, but I don't know what it is. I can't, I can't access it. I didn't either aerate it correctly. I didn't let it sit long enough. I drink it. I let it sit too long, something like that. This was one of those ones. I was like, it's a Malbec, but for 10 bucks, I was like pretty good red wine and about my day from there. Like, so I didn't really like document anything from there. So, okay. Man. Okay. I I don't, I don't really have anything from this week to report too much on. I had, I had a couple of beers that I liked. Um, 
and but nothing nothing super special I, i'd have to dig through my trash to find the the can of it <laughs> <laughs> the one that the one that i will mention i guess is that there it's a, a holiday ale from uh carbock which is a, a, a houston brewery and uh it's called I say it's cars uh, brewery come on now <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh it's um this one was called you'll shoot your eye out and it's you know themed after mm-hmm. a christmas story which is a big part of a lot of people's Christmas. It's not really a big part of mine, but, um, you know, I, I still appreciate it. I'm surprised and, uh, you don't like have some nostalgia for that movie. We weren't it's allowed very... to watch it. Uh, the kids, the kids in it, my parents thought were disrespectful and rude and, uh, there was bad language in it. So we were not allowed to watch it. Huh? So, I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I, I mean, watched it when I was older and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I, I could see liking this when I was a kid. And you know what's funny about it is there's a sequel to it that takes place in the summer. There's like six. I, I, I watched that one. Yeah. Uh, but we, for whatever reason, we're just not allowed to watch a Christmas story. And uh, so it just, you know, not part of our, not part of our yeah. childhood just because, well, but you know, this is the same reasoning my mom had for why we weren't allowed to watch the Simpsons back then is that, uh, Bart was disrespectful to his father. Yeah. So, so it's like, no, you can't watch that because the, the kids are rude. That's yeah, fair enough. But like, there's also a sequel of that out this year with like oh, really? the original guy, like as an adult. Oh, interesting. I, yeah. I, I might check that out. I, I, I don't have, I don't have the nostalgia for it that a lot of people have, but I, like, I understand its place in American culture. And so like yeah. that I appreciate, I guess. Well, and uh, it's one of those things. It's like, it's a very, uh, I, I think we should go try to, if, if we can, because I think next, so today is the 18th. So let me see if I can pull up a calendar real quick, easily on my computer that I rarely use intelligently. <laughs> so next, next Sunday is Christmas. So I don't think we'll be like recording on Christmas. Um, so maybe that Monday, but like if we can watch the movie, I think what I would say is pay attention to it for like the American nostalgia factor. Yeah. Like the, so it's, yeah, it's definitely full of Americana. I, and yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. I like, I, and I, like I said, I like it. Um, there's, there's a lot of it, it's so if they made the same, basically the same movie, but the kids were kids in 1991, I think mm-hmm. I would feel I would I would be more nostalgic for it, but they're kids in the 1950s, and like so, at as an adult watching it, I'm just like, okay, uh, it's good, it's funny, it's got it's got interesting parts and stuff like that, but it's mm-hmm. also it's just it's not my era, and it's yeah. and it's an era that's a little bit like even 80s stuff I appreciate uh, to some degree because it's not that far removed, but 50s is a very different time. And uh, well, so this is even more interesting. It's set in 1940. So it's oh, set really? pre-war. Oh, that is interesting. Which I think is really an interesting, like an interesting take, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it, it is just a, a very different time, but I get, it, it's, and it's also kind of weird about it. So the, that era, like the, the forties and fifties, I mm-hmm. like it. I like the aesthetic and I like all that sort of stuff. But there's nobody in my family from that. My grandpa was from before that. Mm-hmm. And all of my uncles and mom are from after that. So there's this like gap in like what I have that I kind of can relate to. Yeah. My and, dad was born in 54, but like wasn't really like a 50s kid. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, and my yeah. and my uncles were born in the in the mid fifties, probably around your when your dad was born. But they were they were kids in the sixties, and my yeah. mom was born in the sixties and was a kid in the seventies and eighties. So, uh, so I don't know, like that, that like, I I do have a, an appreciation, but I I think like I appreciate more, and I think it just stuck with me because of because we weren't allowed to watch it more wholesome Christmas stuff, uh, like White Christmas or. Uh, any of the bajillion crooner <laughs> Christmas movies. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's so, cause it's so funny. Cause like, you know, I would watch it cause like TBS would play it 24 hours. Yeah. Like yep. just back to back to back to back. And I watched a bunch of it and my mom, like, I think my mom just hated it from like oversaturation. Oh, like, I don't right, think my yeah. mom had any problem with like how the kids acted though. She also wouldn't let me watch the Simpsons when I was a kid. And like, it's so funny. Cause like one of the guys at work who's like, he's old enough to be my dad, but yeah. like, if my, he's like, I guess I like, I think he's like, I think he's basically 20 years older than us. So okay. he'd be like 19 if we, he had us. Yeah. Um, and he will reference like, cause he does like all the birthdays and anniversary. Like if it's your birthday, he asks you questions about you and tells goofy stories about himself. He's like a people person. He's, he's yeah. a lot of fun, but like his go-to references are like the Simpsons. And I have no friggin' clue what he is talking about the majority of the time. Like I know, like I, like I watched, I've probably watched three episodes of the Simpsons. I loved the movie. Like yeah. I watched the movie. My dad and I like, like, and my brother were like, spider pig fanatics for like a month <laughs> like spider yeah. pig spider pig and i don't even know if my dad saw the movie like except for right. on tv at some point and like fell asleep yeah. halfway through it but he definitely knows the spider pig thing and like the jump the grand canyon joke right. but like it's like he'll like reference the simpsons and i'm like who cares it's like yeah. that it that show is stopped being culturally relevant yeah Ten and a half years ago, yeah. It's, and well, I think yeah, at this point, it's just it's just momentum. Yeah, it's just like yeah, yeah. I, it, I, it kind of blows my mind that it's still around, and but you know what, the South Park's still around too. But I think I think South Park is makes a little bit better. And they cultural and they try to innovate, yeah. and they've tried like different stuff. Now yeah. whether it's hit the mark or not, I don't know. I, I did stop watching it once yeah, it became too. difficult to get a hold of, and not because of the creator's attempt. Because like for a long time, they had all of the stuff streaming for free. Like, yeah, that was part of their contract. Was just like it's on SouthPark.com. You can go watch it. Right. Please go yeah. watch it yeah. if you want to. You don't have to right. pay the cable. <laughs> but uh, okay. what's the uh, sparkling you got? So it is. I've talked about it a bunch of times. I'm going to probably mispronounce it. It's called Chocolina. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you did have that last year, I think. Did I? Okay. So it's it's yeah. T-X-A-K-O-L-I or T-X-A-K-O-L-A. <laughs> so, uh, and it is a white wine. Spark, uh, it's semi-sparkling mm-hmm. from Basque country in Spain. Uh, it is characteristic. I'll get, I'll get the characteristics that I got here on the thing. Um, it's characteristic of lime, green strawberries, peony, which I don't know what that is. How do you spell peony? P E O N Y. 
Not sure what it's that a is. Flour. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, dried herbs and salt. So the salt part is one of the things that I think is most interesting about this. And we've, we actually had a Madoc one time that did have like a sea flavor to it. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. You've had a couple where you yeah. like had. This yeah. one has that kind of like sea flavor. It's like, it's like mm-hmm. Kelpie almost. Um, it's, it's very, very interesting. It's extremely dry. It's like bone dry, uh, very light bodied, no tannins. It's a white wine. Um, extremely high acidity. It's, it's, it's like on the acidity level of uh, Riesling, of a dry Riesling. So like very acidic, uh, but it's also very light in alcohol. It's usually about 9%. Uh, that is a really interesting mix of characteristics. Yes. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's an interesting, it's also very, uh, those are the primary flavors that they describe online. But if I recall, it's, it's also like, um, like slaty almost. Sort mm-hmm. of like uh, the way that uh, white gravel smells on like a gravel road. It's like that flavor kind of. It's uh, it's 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 very interesting. It's a very interesting wine, and it's made so in the it's it's a it's a traditional people's wine. So it's not there's not like a standardized version of it. Um, there's it's the region and they just and the native grapes is what they use. But the primary grape used is called. Um, Handarabi Zuri. Uh, and it is three grapes, <laughs> three types of grape, but they just call it that because they're they're similar and they all grow in that part of Basque country. But mm-hmm. the three grapes are uh Crochen, Corbu Blanc, and Noah. Uh, and so these basically they grow them, they don't from my understanding, they don't really pay attention to what it is specifically they're harvesting. They just, they're just like this region, all the white grapes are this. And so we're going to make this wine. And, um, that's, that's what they use. So this, so I'll read the, the intro to the Wikipedia article real quick, just so people kind of can do it. So Hondurabi Zuri is a white variety of Vita Vernifera, uh, Vitis Vernifera grape native to Basque country in Spain. The bunches are small and compact. The berries, small, round, golden in color. Uh, the must produces a pale yellow wine with aromas of citrus fruit, ripe fruit, herbs, and flowers. It is the main grape used to make Chacolina. So, yeah. and, then it, and then it further goes on to explain, it's not actually one grape, it's actually three grapes, <laughs> but they just kind of, they just kind of yeah. put them all together. So this is just sort of a, you know, a little, I, I thought we'd touch on a wine thing, something that like, I don't know why this kind of came to mind. I, well, I do know why it's because we're getting close to new year's. I am actually going to be going to a winery for new year's. They're not going to have Chocolina, mm-hmm. but I was, but so in the, you think, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so in the invitation, it says, uh, or in the, not the invitation, but like the ticket or whatever, mm-hmm. it says that they'll give you a, a sparkling, it's a Texas winery. So they're going to give you a sparkling Texas wine, which I'll, I'll probably drink, but, um, I don't really like sparkling wine. So I was kind of like thinking about it. I was like, well, that's not exactly true. I do like chocolate, which is semi-sparkling, uh, naturally carbonated in the bottle. Uh, and then there's a, a red sparkling from Israel that I thought was also very interesting. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was particularly like amazing, but 
Well, I, I think that's a, I think that's the thing about like sparkling wines. It's not that like you don't like, I like like really sparkling wines and yeah. I like wines that are, and I like basically down to still. Yeah. I think you like still plus 10% sparkling like, yeah, yeah. where it's just like, there is some, it's kind of like beer. It's like, there is some carbonation and you can kind of feel it, but it's not anything where it's like bubbles are actively like popping, popping in your mouth. Where yeah, like yeah. For me, it's like, I like that where it's, it's off gassing the whole time. Yeah. So but I think one of, one of the other reasons, and I don't know if this, this could be a sickness going through our house and now I just associated with it. Anytime I've had sparkling, mm-hmm. I have a terrible hangover. Uh, and I, I don't know if it's something about sparkling in my body or if it is just just bad reactions to different mm-hmm. things. Uh, I never had that with Chocolina or that Israeli one. Actually, the first time I had that Israeli sparkling was when I went to p- plant grapes at Ricky's Vineyard. Yeah. One of the guys broke it out there and I drank so much that night, <laughs> but, but then, but woke up at like five in the morning and planted grapes and was fine. Uh, but there was a, actually, it might've been the first year I moved here and you and I recorded something close to new year's and I drank like three bottles of wine while we were on the call. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, man, I was very hungover. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't remember who, I think we had a guest, but I, I think that, I think we might've had, uh, man, what's his name? Um, do you remember that guy, the guy that we used to have? He was actually the one who did the uh, the Madoc with us. Jackson we, Blood? Had, Jackson Blood, that's it, yeah. yeah. I, I, was, I was trying to say Jackson Murphy, but I knew that wasn't it. But yeah, Jackson <laughs> Bob Blood. Bob Murphy and Jackson Blood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one person. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd love, I, I need to reach out and see if I can get in contact with him. I know that – I think he yeah. moved to like Chile or something like that. Uh, well, like, I, I, know, like, I know you said he was like out of the country when yeah. like – the pandemic hit and then like didn't come back or something like that. Yeah. I think he just stayed wherever he was. So, um, another, another thing that we'll we'll go ahead and wrap it up here, but uh, another thing that we can maybe try soon that I think would be interesting and we can get this at total wine as well is, uh, Peruvian wine because of all the civil war stuff that's going on there. That's been, that's been very interesting. I've been following that be interesting to try to get like a Brazilian and a Peruvian. Yeah. If, if yeah, we can have, yeah, yeah. yeah Cause they both there, have there stuff. Is, there, yeah. There is Brazilian wine, but I think oh, it's yeah, yeah. kind of hard to get. Well, I mean, it's one of those things where like hard to get, is it like actually hard to get? Or is it one of those, like it's hard to get something that would actually be worth drinking. You know what yeah, I mean? I think, like, I think it's, I think it's more like that. It's just, yeah, don't, they don't want to, they don't want to ship it basically because it's just not that yeah. great. But yeah. I, I'd be curious to try it anyways. So Me again, too. sort of speaking to Jack on Jackson blood is one of the things that he always said about Texas was he thought it was too hot here to grow good grapes. And if it's too hot here, it's probably too hot in Brazil. Uh, yeah, but but Brazil you, you is can, so big and is. I don't you know how much altitude. it goes to the Andes. Yeah. 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 You could get some altitude. That's, that's where Peru does theirs. They have their small wine sections are like way up in the mountains. Yeah. And, uh, and I've had Peruvian wine and it was fine. Um, you know, nothing, I, I didn't have anything. that was amazing. Like, you know, the first, the first couple of times that we had Ch- Chilean wine, I was like, wow, this is actually really good. But, uh, 
the Peruvian wine was, it was fine. Uh, I think it's also like one of those things. It's like novelty export compared to like, you know, Texas has good wine, yeah, but not a lot of it gets out of Texas. Cause it's right. like, we don't make a lot of it in people in Texas know about it and they're willing to drink it. Right. Whereas like a lot of the cheap Texas wine gets out. Cause it's just like, Oh yeah, we can produce a shit ton of grapes. Yeah. So yeah. volume and wise. And that's why a lot of people may, um, may know Messina Hoff, which is, I think the second largest wine producer might be the first largest wine producer in Texas, but they're, they're largely available stuff is very, in my opinion, very generic wine. Yeah. At the winery, they usually have very good stuff uh, yeah. that is like small, small batch. Basically, like what you're saying is that they just don't produce that much of the, like there was one called uh, like Fire Engine or something like that that I really liked last time we were there that was like a Tempranillo uh, blend with, um, what was it? With, uh, not Malbec, with, uh, ah, it'll come to me, but, it was it was an interesting blend. Um, yeah, Mavedre, Mavedre, and Mavedre. It was it was an interesting. It was like an interesting peppery kind of heavy yeah. punchy wine. You'd like it. Uh, but anyways, we'll go ahead and we'll wrap it up there. Yeah. So uh, let's let's try to get Chocolina for before the new year. Mm-hmm. And um, if anybody who's listening wants to try Chocolina with us, it is available at Total Wine. There's there's a couple of varieties that they have available. I think you and I will probably pick one out maybe yeah i think any i think any well stocked like more than the top 10 grapes will have a chocolina yeah somewhere right like now will they have a monstrously expensive rando one maybe will they have a dirt cheap not worth the bottle that got shipped maybe as well (laughs) so i know that you can get i know you can get them for uh I think the one I had last time was maybe $25, but I know that mm-hmm. I think they, I think you can get them down as cheap as $10. Uh, yeah. and, which is another one of those things where it's just like, wow, how can like you can get these kind of obscure wines for really inexpensive all the way from the other side of the Atlantic. I, I always, yeah. that's, it's just so interesting to me. And I'm wondering if, if Peter Zion is right. And that's kind of coming to an end. Uh, oh, that'll be, that'll be weird. Oh, it's one of those ones where I don't imagine there's going to be a lot of direct cross Atlantic piracy or like from mainland kind of West of France slash Britain to the U S piracy. Yeah. Inside the med inside the black sea, those areas like maybe up by the Nordics, I could see that more, but like, I don't see the British like allowing like direct in like, and I don't see like American, like direct European like piracy like that. But yeah. you know, it Who certainly knows? could be. Yeah. yeah, we're in a weird world yeah. now. I mean we were in a weird world weird world to begin with. So. That's, that's true. That's true. All right. Well, All right. uh have a good night everybody and stay free. Stay free.